Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Friday lights. You notice uh, Venus this morning, Casey? Um, no. I noticed the Cheshire smile moon. Yep. So there's the uh, the moon, and then right outside, you can still see it if you're driving. Be careful. The star that looks like it's outside of the moon is actually Venus. I noticed that first thing in the morning. I was pulling out of my driveway, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Which planet is that? It's Venus. So there you go. How was your day yesterday, Casey? It was just a Wednesday. We did a lot of like deep cleaning around the house. Nothing honestly crazy to report other than the 80 degrees. That was killer. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I'm going to have to mow the lawn again, dude. Yeah, I know. We it's did one November last, 9th. One last mow yesterday. You think? <laughs> you th- hey, even if it's got to happen again, it's got to happen again. I'm not mad. I don't know how many times I've mowed it low. One last time this yeah. year. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I'm not complaining. I'll take the mild weather. It's fantastic. Uh, Today, we've got Hootie and the Blowfish tickets again at 730. I know we're going to go over like CMA stuff from last night. Yeah, crazy. Uh, Lots of crazy stuff happened. We've also got Old Dominion tickets with the big three. So be here at 8 o'clock if you want to go see Old Dominion. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Post Malone took the stage at the CMAs. Wynonna crashed another artist's performance. Chris Stapleton gave a heartbreaking speech. A lot happened last night. The CMAs were on. The evening was nothing short of eye-opening. And later this morning, we're going to get into all of the awards that were won. But there's one thing that we have to talk about right now, and that is saying that Lainey Wilson won Entertainer of the Year. This is crazy. Huge. Like I said, we're going to get into the weeds of that later, but... Huge for her. Another moment that had fans wigging out was Post Malone hitting the stage with Morgan Wallen and Hardy, and they did a super fun tribute to Joe Diffie. And they were all just hopping and running and flipping their, you know, hair around on the stage. Hardy had a nice blowout, which is great after <laughs> after his last tragic performance with um, the Kirkwood Magic House static electricity ball. Yeah, I've said this a, a bajillion times. Post Malone's voice is really good. Like he's got a good voice. Yeah. It's not just auto-tuned all the time, you know? No. I think he really kind of stole that performance because it was exciting to see someone new in the mix, someone who's not in the country world anyway, and like you said, who just has a nice country-sounding voice. Yeah. Everyone loves Post Malone, too. Mm -hmm. He's got a great personality. They had a ton of fun. Winona Judd crashed Jelly Roll's performance, which actually turned into a really heartfelt performance from the both of them, and everybody was excited about it. And then Chris Stapleton actually... He gave a really sad speech whenever he accepted Male Vocalist of the Year, where he revealed that two of his team members have recently passed away, one of them being a security guy and the other one being a songwriter who was a founding member of the Steel Drivers. The Steel Drivers was the band that introduced Chris Stapleton to the music world. Yeah. Like it was his first big project. Gosh, that's terrible. And so he says, you know... Obviously, the last couple months are some of the hardest of his life. But then, you know, you get an honor like male vocalist of the year and it turns you into a, okay, this is why we do this. Yeah. He's no stranger to winning awards. No. Uh, So he's been up there hundreds of times. Very comfortable with the the acceptance podium. Yeah. The Lainey Wilson stuff last night was awesome. I just, uh, you know, she was on the Jingle Fest stage 
not too long ago. I sa- I'm, I'm pretty sure I said it yesterday in the midday. We'll see what happens with Blaney at Jingle Fest or at the CMAs because everyone knows what happens after you perform at Jingle Fest. You have the biggest year of your career. Yep. It's just facts. 92.3 WIL Facebook page for all the videos. Remy and Casey. Tis the season of Friendsgiving, which is fun. Not as fun, actual Thanksgiving. Yeah, totally. <laughs> There's so much pressure around actual Thanksgiving. From the food to the cleaning, all the things. If it's at like your place. 314-699-4766. Which area of your house Casey gets the most attention? When it comes to cleaning. When it comes to cleaning, it's always the kitchen. Mm Because the kitchen, I found in most homes and parties, is where everybody ends up anyway. You just kind of end up standing around an island or the countertop and chatting and snacking on what's still left out. So... We go hard in the kitchen. I'm like, I am scrubbing the counters. Yeah. I'm not the counters, the cabinet head faces. Yeah. The insides of the oven, the inside of the microwave. If you haven't cleaned your cabinets in a while, Oh my gosh, you, you don't realize they're a whole new color. <laughs> I did that a couple times in my life. And, uh, there's some buildup yeah. that happens, especially the ones above Around the, the stove. stove. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, did I ever tell you the story about when I was a kid and um, I uh, kind of ruined Thanksgiving? No. So I mean, I th- I'm not shocked. I thought it would be funny to put a rubber chicken in the oven on Thanksgiving. And I felt like everybody would laugh and they'd be like, ah, oh, that's hilarious. Your rubber chicken in the, uh, failed to realize that most adults preheat the oven oh, no. beforehand. Oh, and they don't look inside. They don't look inside. Mm. And, uh, that rubber chicken melted all over the on inside Thanksgiving? on Thanksgiving. Oh my God. And it was like early in the morning Thanksgiving. Cause you know, mom gets up. Yeah. It's like, you know, making the turkey. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So what did they, what did they do when they realized? We just had to go get a, a, pre-cooked one. They didn't knock your head off? Oh, they did. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's one of those stories where your uncle pops in and he's like, you know, you're in trouble now, but in 15 years we're going to laugh about this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we do laugh about this it all the time. Been a, it would have been super funny. Yeah. Super funny if she didn't preheat it. Oh my gosh. It was it was awful. Uh, why is there so much pressure on actual Thanksgiving? I don't know. 314-699-4766. Do you have any embarrassing stories that happened to you on Friendsgiving or it could be Thanksgiving as well? Let us know on the text line. We were just talking about uh, embarrassing Thanksgiving stories because there's so much pressure on this holiday. You know, all the food has to be correct and all of that. I think one time growing up on Thanksgiving, so my parents, my mom will always um, cut my dad's hair before like a big holiday, like the morning of, they'll go outside and do it. And I think one year she let me use the buzz and um, I don't think the guard was on it yet. And I just whoop, up the back of his head. And I remember the look on her face going, oh, it's great. That's fantastic. Oh, that's, that's great. So was your dad bald that Thanksgiving? There was just a line up the back of his head. <laughs> Didn't tell him. No, they, we just kept it moving. That's great. From the 314, I remember one Thanksgiving when everyone was crazy drunk and fighting. I literally escaped through the bedroom window and drove away with an entire pie. Mm. <laughs> that sounds like bliss, actually. Uh, from the 618, I was still dating my husband. Our first Thanksgiving together, I burned the dinner rolls in the oven darker than an Oreo cookie. Uh, from the 636, this was back 
back in the 80s, we finished our Thanksgiving dinner and everyone was cleaning up. Somehow, a button broke off the dishwasher, washer, so my grandfather grabbed some super glue to fix it. Well, he ended up gluing his hand to the door of the dishwasher. My father had to quite literally dismantle the dishwasher door, and they took my father's hand that was super glued to the front of it and carried the door and my grandfather to the local emergency room where oh. they waited for several hours only only to be freed by a nurse who happened to have nail polish remover in her locker. Right. I was like, I definitely think if they had Google at the time, they yeah. could have figured that out quicker. Exactly what's going on there. But can you imagine just in the emergency room, like you're sick, oh, you've got a cough or whatever. door of the dishwasher. You, you see in the distance uh, an old man with a dishwasher door attached to his hand. I mean, they must have really been <laughs> shooting that super glue because right? how do you do that? Yeah, it must have been like Instaset or something like that. Let us know on the text line what's an embarrassing Thanksgiving story that you've got. 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. If you are going to the Blues game tonight, be prepared to sing. Fans are encouraged to sing the national anthem loud and proud for salute to military night tonight, which I think is awesome. There is nothing that will give me goosebumps faster than an entire crowd of people singing the national anthem. Oh my gosh, at the Blues game, it happens every time. And then when they get to home of the blue, I got chills. I've got my eyes are twinkling. It's the best. The uh, so the anthem singer is going to begin the Star Spangled Banner, right? And then is going to hand it over to the crowd. So it'll just solely be the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of people that are reluctant to sing the national anthem. But it's different when everyone around you yes. is doing it and like everybody's feeling the moment. And it's encouraged. And you see the players doing it. Yeah, it's uh, basically they're showing solidarity and support between our servicemen or behind our servicemen, women and veterans. So I think that's super cool. Uh, hopefully we can get some audio of that. Maybe we can play that as our national anthem one morning. Oh, yeah, that actually would be really cool. Blues will take on the Coyotes tonight. Puck drop at 7. Jake Paul is going to fight a real boxer for once. Yeah, I know. Look, sports is slow today, so... Um, so Jake Paul's what you get. <laughs> bear with me. He just announced he's slated to fight pro boxer Andre August next month. Paul is 7-1 and one with four KOs in his career, and... Everybody, including us, have criticized him for not actually fighting real boxers. I don't know that I've criticized him in a long time. Well, here's your chance. He keeps he <laughs> keeps kind of coming up and and surprising everyone. I think he's surprising everybody because he's he's just fighting older MMA fighters and they don't have any boxing experience. He did face one boxer, Tommy Fury. And that's his only loss. Right. But so. still, a, still a surprising loss. I, I think most people would agree. He, I will say he's done a great job of like really putting himself and being a showman into this new world. But now, yeah, it is high time that he fights an actual boxer. He's had way too many fights with people who haven't been up to that level. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. August is by far the smallest name that Jake has ever agreed to fight, but uh, he's exactly the type of opponent that purists would want to see him face off against. So we'll see that. Either way, we know that they are both getting paid. Right. That's for sure. And that's the only thing that really matters to them. Millions and millions and millions and millions and millions on the line there. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. The internet is freaking out right now over what looks like big Shrek news. A release date 
for a fifth Shrek movie has accidentally been leaked by an intern. <laughs> Big Shrek news. <laughs> the thing that everybody was worried about today. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Shrek 5. <laughs> There's five? I know I didn't know that either. Shrek 5. It's, you know it's got a huge following. You know it's a big deal every time. I love time. Shrek. I love Shrek. I didn't think I was going to hear about this today. It's Go on. trending online <laughs> because it all has to do with a screenshot of a LinkedIn resume by a former NBC <laughs> Universal intern. That's the parent company that makes Shrek. So if these screenshots are real... This intern made a resume on LinkedIn to get, uh, you know, their next job. Yeah. And they included all of the projects that they worked on at NBC Universal and just wrote out Shrek 5 coming out 2025. (sighs) And if... All of this is real. She made a huge mistake and is probably getting it handed to her. You know, they uh, they work on these movies so far in advance and especially, you know, animations and things like that. They they probably been working on this movie for two or three years at this point. Right. And so it's all, all in the rearview mirror for this intern. But the public doesn't know about it yet. Right. <laughs> so. And DreamWorks is doing everything they can to keep it under wraps. Yeah. So as an intern, her job was doing product placement. So she's one of the people that subtly places real world brands and products throughout the movie, Uh very marketing minded, blah, blah, blah. And like I said, she used Shrek 5 as an example in her resume of a project that she's recently been a part of creating. And since the screenshot has now been taken and shared worldwide, absolutely viral, her resume has now been scrubbed and edited and it's no longer included. Okay. So I'm thinking someone at NBC Universal gives this girl a call and says, you better delete your LinkedIn right now. <laughs> okay, so the- You ruined it! The conspiracy theory part of me thinks that this is fake, right? I knew you would say this. Because, I mean- You doubt everything? When it, Well, it's not that I doubt everything. I just feel like movie, movie theater or uh, like uh, producers and things like that, they go through the marketing techniques of- What's worked in the past? Well, if we say an intern accidentally leaked it, now everybody's talking about Shrek 5. Now it's big news. Right? NBC Universal has not officially announced a Shrek 5, but they've totally teased it in other movies and such that have came out recently. So this means this poor intern may have just taken all the wind out of the announcement sales. And obviously, like I said, there's a huge fan base for Shrek and people have been waiting for this. I I assume this is supposed to be the last movie, like wrap it up with a number five. Boom, we're done. You'd think. You would think. Um, (laughs) But NBC Universal hasn't commented on this alleged leak and some people think that this will force them into making a big announcement much sooner than they would have. Well, I'm going to be in the front of the line at the box office to get them tickets. Right, because you this love point. Shrek. I love Shrek so much. And the, the fact that Shrek 5 is coming out now and an intern leaked it. Honestly, if it is true, my heart to that intern. Because <laughs> they are struggling today. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um, to all the Shrek fans, congratulations. And my heart goes to you too. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I feel like we've talked a lot about weird toppings on pizza lately. There's that DiGiorno Thanksgiving pizza that they've got out, which, you know, works, I think. I think it would be good, too. It's basically just like Thanksgiving food on bread. Yeah. 
on we've, pizza. We've seen some weird stuff over the years, but uh, Pizza Hut has a new topping that you're not able to get in, in the U.S., but I don't think you'll be disappointed. Pizza Huts in Hong Kong are now selling snake meat pizza. That's disgusting. <laughs> in Hong Kong, I don't know what they got going on over there, but... Well, it's their take on a traditional snake stew that's popular in China during fall and winter. So much like us, who put beans and meat into a giant, you know, giant pot and make some chili. Snakes. They do the same, but with snacks. No. <laughs> uh, it's a nine-inch pizza. Comes with cheese, mushrooms, dried ham, and a generous serving of snake meat. Oh my gosh! Uh, they cut it up into strips. I was gonna say, what does it even look like? Little snakes. <laughs> this is crazy. The world is a wild place. <laughs> Instead of tomato sauce, it has abalone sauce. So it's a little different. Someone who tried it said the snake meat kind of tastes like chicken, but it's just a little drier. Ew. Yeah. The venom I, dries it out. I don't know why this always this always takes place in Asia. I know it's probably more traditional yeah. in China. However, there's like, I'm sure you'd like to get rid of some snakes on your property. I don't want to eat them. <laughs> but you could sell them. No. Sell them to Pizza Hut. I just, they can live. <laughs> they just can't live by me. Okay. Yeah. If I can get them and then take them out to the Krigers, just get out of my space. Think about that. Like uh, Pizza Hut around here starts selling black rat snake pizzas. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. There's some big ones. There's some big, meaty looking, juicy snakes. Whenever you see one, are you like... That's what you think when you see one? Just want to tie that thing up to into a knot and just bite it. Ew! Like a little pretzel. You're disgusting. On a little snake pretzel! Ugh. (laughs) If you want to try it, you'll need to book a flight to Hong Kong because it's only on the menu through November 22nd. Thank goodness. Yeah, get after it. Uh, Go find... You can go see what it looks like. It's, um... Uh, it looks like chicken strips. It looks like little chicken strips on a pizza. Remy and Casey. All right, we got your chance to win Hootie and the Blowfish tickets again today. Cause Darius was he? Uh, was he at the CMAs last night? Did we see him? At all? I did not see him, but I'm sure he might have just been there. I feel like he's the type of guy that's only going to show up if he's nominated or performing. Just because golf is way more important. South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think Blowfish is going to be at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater next year, June 1st, with Collective Soul and um, Edwin McCain? So we're going to play dramatic readings again. I'm going to read some lyrics to a Hootie song. You tell us which song it is, and you could win. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Can you teach me about tomorrow? And all the pain and sorrow running free. But tomorrow is just another day. And I don't believe in. That's it. (laughs) Safe to say I don't know this one. When I enter dramatic readings, I just go to a different place. If you think you know what that song is, 314-954-9230. Give us a call and uh, we'll see if you know. We'll see if you know your Hootie and the Blowfish. This is Chris. Chris, I'm going to read this uh, Hootie and the Blowfish song in dramatic fashion. You're going to tell me what it is. Here we go. Can you teach me about tomorrow and all the pain and sorrow running free? But tomorrow's just another day. And I don't believe in... What's the song? Is it time? Time. 
I think that uh, Darius should just adopt the way that I present the song, I think. It How was really think? good. <laughs> You're going to see Hootie and the Blowfish. Congratulations. Thank you. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three. We've got Kayla in St. Louis on the phone playing alongside Casey this morning. I'm going to go ahead and spin that wheel. Spin it. All right, today we are playing a game called. Do you have any guesses? No. Mr. Guest. Mr. Guest is what it's called. I'll play you a clip of a country artist from an interview, UID, who was talking. Sound like a plan? Yes. Okay. You can go to Kayla for one of these if you're stumped. They will be easy to start and get progressively harder, at least in my mind. Okay. All right, here is clip number one. Who is talking? So my grandmother had this big group of girlfriends that we called the Yaya's. They were generation one. I've been in the music industry for 20 years, so I feel like without their wisdom, I don't know if I could have made it. That's Miranda Lambert. Final answer? Yes. Number two. But she's got this thing we call she shack, and it's kind of a chicken theme. So she's got like a stuffed, like chicken stool rest thing. Look, it's not a real chicken, thank God. Uh These are all country artists? Yep. Um, That's Brad Paisley. Final answer? Yes. All right. Here comes number three. I love this record, but it's also marked with like a time when my voice was at its, I mean, I had a big old polyp on there and it took everything I had to sing even very simple songs. A big old polyp. They got a big old polyp on there. Um, Play it one more time and then I'm going to ask Kayla. Okay. Listen, Kayla. I love this record, but it's also marked with like a time when my voice was at its, I mean, I had a big old polyp on there and it took everything I had to sing even very simple songs. Kayla, do you have any ideas? I don't have any idea, but, um, oh God, I guess I have to guess and say, I'm going to go Luke Bryan. I have no idea. (laughs) Think of all of the people in your life that have had big old polyps. You know what I mean? On their vocal cords. How would that help? (laughs) It's a joke. (laughs) A big old polyp on their voice. I don't know. I kind of want to say Lee Bryce. Final answer? Sure. Okay. Final answer on Lee Bryce. We go back to Kayla. Kayla, how many do you think Casey got right out of three today? I definitely think, I know she got two. That last one was rough. So I'm going to go with two. Okay. All right. Going with two. Going with two. Did she get two right? Casey. Casey. Casey got all three right. Yeah. So So my grandmother had this big group of girlfriends that we called the Yaya's. The Yaya's, obviously. Miranda Lambert, uh, number two. She's got this thing we call She Shack, and it's kind of a chicken theme. So she's Brad Paisley, of course. Mm -hmm. And the the more generic voice, the more generic talking voice. I love this record, but it's also marked with like a time when my voice was. That's funny that you guessed yes. Lee Bryce out of Wait. all out of all the people. Did, did you well, was I it just knew, a stab in the dark? Or? I knew it had to be. I've been someone who's been around for over ten years because he's talking about a younger self and his younger voice. But yeah. he's also just got like a nice normal talking voice. There's nothing really gritty to it. Jingle Fest artist Lee Bryce in that final spot there. Congratulations, you did really well. Thank you. Congratulations to Kayla Thank going you. to see Old Dominion. Let's go. Thank you so much. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Holy CMAs.
I don't think many people saw this coming, so we're going to talk about the winners list from last night's Country Music Awards. Let's just jump straight into the thick of it. CMA Entertainer of the Year. I would normally hit this last like they do on the show, but can we talk about Lainey Wilson? Let's go. Taking home the biggest, biggest award of the night. Lainey Wilson joins Taylor Swift as the only women in history to win CMA Entertainer of the Year the first time they'd been nominated for it. Yeah, this is, uh, man, we've we've heard the story at least two or three times, I feel like, in the past year where artists goes for 10 to 12 years thinking about leaving, thinking about quitting. TikTok comes in, changes the game. This has happened with Matt Reif, the comedian. Yeah. He was going to quit. Lainey Wilson, who has been killing it for years and just not given the platform. And then Yellowstone kind of happened as well. And now she's, man, Entertainer of the Year. That's so awesome. It happened so fast for her. She was the sole first-time nominee. And she went up against veterans like two-time reigning Entertainer of the Year, Luke Combs, Mm -hmm. Chris Stapleton, and Carrie Underwood, who have been nominated plenty of times. And the person who everyone, I think, assumed would win Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. So Lainey, she was like a dark horse this year with the CMAs, just riding home with all of the awards. But the craziest part is that there is one person who knew she would win and it was her. She said, you're going to think I'm crazy, but the truth is I knew this. I knew this was going to happen. I knew I would be standing here because sometimes you just got to pretend you got to put yourself in the shoes of the things that you're not so that you can become them. And I was honestly always envisioning myself doing this. This is all I've ever wanted to do. It's the only thing I know how to do. And I've been in this town for 12 and a half years and uh, it finally feels like country music is, is starting to love me back. It's very cool. Yeah, she. I saw in another interview she did, she's like, I grew up and I didn't know that country music was a genre. Right, that it was, was a, it. It was a lifestyle, you know? I remember that, going to college, playing a Blake Shelton song and having some wild looks <laughs> looked at me. <laughs> so Lainey also took home Album of the Year, Female Vocalist of the Year, and Music Video of the Year. Chris Stapleton is the Male Vocalist of the Year. Luke Holmes, Fast Car, mm. Song of the Year. Yes. And Jelly Roll is New Artist of the Year. Shout out to Tracy Chapman. With her first CMA. Mm-hmm. Didn't even have to try. We were talking about this in the studio. Like, I wonder if she was just last year just going to McDonald's, getting a Big Mac, and now this year doing nothing with a song that she recorded years and years ago. Making mills all over again. Crazy. For what? It's awesome. Congrats to them. You already know who won group and duo of the year. It's always Old Dominion and... Brothers Osborne. Yeah. Which is fine. It's so funny too, because if you look at, if you look at the category, it's like it never it's, changes. You know, uh, Midland, Lady A, uh Little Big Town. Little Big Town. Old Dominion. And and it, whoever is doing the thing at the time. Yeah, gets whoever's the award, got the biggest tour you know? at the moment. And Old Dominion's just been going crazy for the last, you know, five or six years now. So Remy and Casey. Do you drive with a steering wheel cover? 314-699-4766. That is our text line. Maybe shoot a picture of it if you're just like at a stoplight or whatever. Text mm. us. I want to see it. What made you think of that? Well, because there's a story out about the National Highway Traffic uh, Safety Administration. They want to stop drivers from using what you have in your car, which is a steering wheel cover with rhinestones on it. 
And it's not like rhinestones cover it. It doesn't make it slick. There's apparently a growing trend of people putting decorative emblems, uh, emblem decals over the vehicle's logo in the center of the steering wheel as well. Uh, officials say that this bling might seem fun, but it's dangerous and even deadly. Yeah, it might smack you in the face when your airbags deploy. Yeah, all those rhinestones might come off your steering, steering wheel cover. Why? I guess from my perspective, as a typical dude, I don't know that I've ever been like, I need a steering wheel cover. And I think I'm, well, I might have tried one maybe when I first started driving. I got one and it was just so, I don't know, I didn't like the feel. I didn't like the idea of the fact that it could slip, you know, on a turn or something like that. I've had my car for almost eight years. And a couple of years ago, I had the thought of like, okay, I'm sick of it. It's one of those things where like, I've had it for almost a decade now. And I would like to feel like I'm refreshing my vehicle without actually going and buying a different vehicle. Yeah, I'm not down with that. So instead I got like a steering wheel cover. I got new uh, air fresheners that, you know, from Bath and Body Works. I got like all the things to put in your car to make it feel fun new. Did it work? I mean, yeah, I still don't have a new car, so <laughs> looks like it's working out. Uh, I, I've, I've been in some cars, uh, typically like a car that a female drives, and those steering wheel covers can get pretty intricate. Yours is yours is pretty subdued. I feel like it's... Uh, it's just like the pleather with a couple rhinestones yeah, on the sides. Yeah, it's a couple, but there are some where the, the rhinestones are all around Cover the that whole thing, thing yeah. yeah. And that's, that. I don't know, that's a little much, but uh, they say at least one driver lost an eye when they... Uh, when they've replaced that emblem on the steering wheel with something else. I didn't know that was a trend. I've I seen guess if people, you're not proud of your car. I've seen people <laughs> not like cover the emblem, but like almost put rhinestones around the oh, emblem. Oh yeah, yeah. Decorate it. Decorate it a little bit. Fuzzy dice used to be a thing. And you can't have those anymore because that's an obstruction of your view. Yeah, I think in high school I had like the lays from post-prom, the yeah. lay was on my mirror for years. Mm -hmm. I've, I've pretty much tried everything between the ages of 16 and 18 in high school. I put lights under my car, like Fast and the Furious. Mm. I uh, I like blacked out all of the taillights and the headlights and everything because, you know, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I almost put decals on the side of my car at one oh point. Oh my gosh. Because of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I guess those aren't necessarily safety hazards. I almost but put, I almost put nitrous on my Ew. grand on my grand prix oh my <laughs> because of gosh that look that movie had a lot of impact on me okay you and who <laughs> every dude that was 16 at the time when that thing came out oh uh, 314-699-4766 i want to see your steering wheel cover is it too blinged out let us know on the text line. He's just going to judge you. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Mary Malaszewski, nominated by Claire Malaszewski. Mary has been a teacher for twenty over 20 years and is constantly making an impact on her students and their guardians. Mary also volunteers in the community and always puts her family first as she plays the role of mother-wife sister and daughter, whether you're a student, family member, friend, or complete stranger, Mary will always find time to support and encourage you. Mary, here is your request song sent by Claire. It's Shania Twain. Honey, at home on 92.3 WIL. All right, well, that's it for us. Did I scare you just now? What? <laughs>
I had a hiccup. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You hiccuped at the same exact time that I spoke, and I was like, oh, I scared her. Uh, that's it for us today. Uh, Hot Country Nights is coming up, and uh, the pre-sale is coming up here in just uh, a couple minutes as well. 10 a.m., the pre-sale for Hot Country Nights is happening, and uh, we've got a pretty awesome lineup. I'm very excited about the beginning of next year. We haven't even got the Jingle Fest yet, and I'm already excited for, for what's coming up next year with Drew Baldridge, uh, Chase Matthews, Alexander K., Dylan Scott, Brian Kelly from Florida Georgia Line, Colby Cooper, and Michael Ray. Plus, we've got another one that we haven't announced yet. Right. To be completely honest, I'm not even sure if I remember who it is because this lineup is so stacked. It's like, who could possibly, who else could we add? This is going to take us right now all the way through March. What is it? March 9th. So yeah. that's your first. That's Q1. Yeah. You can't say that you're bored January through March because we got your plans made for you. Yep, we do. And uh, we fill that that gap between when normally in every other city in America, there's not a whole lot going on in, in that first quarter. No country music. Country is known for the summer concert series out of the amphitheater and all the things are you know around town during the summer but we got you yes in that cold weather we're gonna heat it up in ballpark village it's gonna get hot i don't like what you're saying right now they're gonna have to open the roof it's gonna be so hot <laughs> uh, again, pre-sale starts at 10 a.m. today on the website, or if you want to buy tomorrow, the uh, on-sale is at 10 a.m. tomorrow at 923wil.com. If you miss anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we'll see you back here for a Friday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923wil.